Welcome back to the Turbo Sports Show. I'm your host, Jenny Gensweiler. Joining me as always, my co-host. Xander Weiler. You might want to get a little bit closer to the mic. All right, now, got a lot going on. Uh, we will talk about the NBA playoffs, got a bit of MLB news, and we're going over our NBA awards. But first, the not-so-fun topic, the story of uh, Ron Rivera, head coach of the Washington football team has gotten cancer. Um, it is, and it's, it's a certain type of skin cancer in his neck. And it is, fortunately, if caught early, which this was, it is one that does not typically, doesn't typically have a high death rate. So since they caught it early, it's pretty good. He'll still be able to coach, but really just what else could go wrong for the Washington football team? I mean, and they finally kind of had a good string of luck with they they got their new president and they did a couple of good things, you know, Alex Smith coming back. Yeah. But, but does this mean that he probably lost his pick this season since he does have cancer? I, I mean, he's saying he still will, so I don't know. We'll have to see. But the, but the good news for the Washington football team is that Alex Smith, after after seventeen total leg surgeries, is coming back. To the NFL, which is just spectacular. Also, if I wasn't a Cowboys fan that will be playing this team, where my team will be playing this team twice this year, there is no other reason that I would want to watch a Washington game other than Alex, if Alex Smith ends up playing, which he probably yeah. will. Blaine has just I, yeah, I don't know. We'll have to see. It's just the, the whole team's just kind of it's just kind of sad at this point. It's not like funny like the Bengals. It's just yeah. sad because just so much is going wrong for them. Yeah, there was the there was the uh, the scandal with the uh, harassment scandal all the way through their organization, which is crazy. Uh, so yeah, that's kind of all the news for NFL news. We are coming up, fastly approaching the season. Uh, it will it starts uh, September 10th, so we got about. A little under three weeks left until the first game, so. Uh, and then, of course, I guess we don't really we don't need to go over basketball standings. That's just still on there from last week. Uh, we'll go right into the first big thing. The Spurs missed the playoff, and I have a little thing here. Let me pull it up. Their playoff streak was something like 22 years. Yeah. Playoff streak. And, oh, man, I forgot to put the – we got to talk about the lotteries, too. So, since 1997, right – they made the playoffs 22 straight times. They had five NBA titles and six appearances. Greg Popovich was a three-time coach of the year, 18 consecutive 50-plus win seasons, a total record of 1,260 and 66, which was the best NBA over that span, which is about the .690 was their percentage. Losing record for only 197 of the last 8,323 days. Yeah. <laughs> that is crazy. That is so we're really witnessing the fall of a dynasty here. Well, um, this is taking first Yeah. So, and then we have the lottery, which, so the, First off, the Boston Celtics, via Memphis's pick, 
um, got the 14th pick, which they should have. Uh, the Pelicans got 13th, as expected. Kings, 12th. Spurs 11th, Suns 10th. All this was supposed to happen. Washington 9th. Then we have the first crazy thing. The Knicks dropped two places from 6th to 8th. Because why wouldn't they? The and then the Pistons dropped two places from 5th to 7th. And then um, next is Atlanta, who drops two from 4 to 6. Cleveland who drops three from the second best odds down to five, which I predicted that, by the way. You did? Yeah, in our group chat, I was like, watch this. Cleveland is, the city of Cleveland, sports-wise, is not lucky enough to be the second pick. They will drop to, like, six, I think I said. So I was pretty close. And then Chicago, the Bulls moved up three spots to get the fourth pick. The Hornets... We're supposed to get the seventh pick and moved up four spots to get the third. The Warriors dropped back one to get the second, and the Timberwolves jumped up two to get the first pick. So Minnesota Timberwolves get the first pick. That is scary. Um, as soon as the finals are over, we will do our NBA mock draft. Yeah, we'll, see. we'll just do a probably just do the first round like we did with yeah. football, and we'll do the mock draft, and then we'll probably record our live reactions to the draft, but just do the lottery because we're not doing, we're not doing the, the whole first round because the NFL won by the end. It was miserable. We might even just do the <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> now, um, also, Jim Boylan fired. Finally. He's a terrible coach. Yeah, awful. He just, why, why did he have done? I don't know. I could have done better. Yeah. So the Bulls, did, this just con- continues the Bulls' like total recall of their – like their total just rework of their organization – with getting a new GM and a new uh, head coach and everything. Well, so. you need a new head coach. They're doing bad with Zach Levine and Brian Parker. Yeah. They should have been in the playoffs. Didn't we yeah. both say that they were probably going to be in high like school? No, I think we both predicted them to be like an eight seed, like eight, seven, eight uh, seed six. somewhere in there. Six somewhere in there. Six. We picked them to be a bottom three seed this year because they were looking like they were really going to improve. With if Markkinen stayed healthy the whole season, which he did for the most mm-hmm. part, uh, they had Kobe White coming in, which we were both high on. They have a good, well-rounded team. They're a little bit of a hold center, but I think they were good enough to make a talent-wise. They were good enough to make a top. They're like a poor man's version of the Pacers. Yeah, or like a really poor man's version of the Warriors from a couple years ago, where they're just like had a pretty solid roster because they didn't have a center. So, yeah. all right, now let's move on. We're going to go over all the playoff games here. Uh, first off, Magic Bucks, 1-8-C. We're actually watching game three of that right now in the background. Um, but Orlando won the first game, surprisingly, uh, 122 to 110, behind 35 points from Nikola Vucevic, 14 rebounds from Vucevic as well, and DJ Augustine's 11 assists. Um, Giannis led his team in all three categories with 31 points, 17 rebounds, and 7 assists. We probably won't go too deep into the box scores and everything because we have so many playoff no, games yeah, there's a lot. to go over right now. Oh, so this one is an important one, Yes. Orlando did, Orlando did upset the first game, but then we go to the second game where oh, I opened the same game twice. <laughs> Here, I'll just go back in. 
Well, I didn't, the, the Bucks won. The Bucks won, uh, 111 to 96, and they came back and won. Uh, Vucevic another 30 and 10 game, 32 and 10 rebounds, and then uh, Giannis had 28 points, 20 rebounds, and then DJ Augustine five assists, Air Blood so seven assists. So they came back, they won. That game um, was not very close at all. Yeah, what what that surprised me the most about this game was Brooke Lopez went off for twenty. So <laughs> good on Brooke Lopez. Uh, our next series is the four five in the East, and that is um, the Heat and Pacers. Heat and Pacers. Yep. The Miami Heat won the first game one hundred thirteen to one hundred one. Um, let's see the. Jimmy Butler at 28, Goran Dragic 24, with and uh, Bam Adebayo had a double double, 17 points and 10 rebounds. TJ Warren still went off for 22. So did Malcolm Brockton, who also the Brockton also had 10 assists. So that team is just so much better. Yeah, I know, and it's just defensively like, well, how are the Pacers going to defend these guys, and how are they going to get around yeah. these guys? It's There's just only, it's just a bad matchup for Indiana overall. There's only two people in Indiana that I think. Score and that's TJ Warren and then Malcolm oh, Brogdon. It wasn't all Depot, but Depot is Butler on him all, yeah. all game. He no, Butler's been on TJ. Uh, of course he is. Depot's been on restricted minutes. I know. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. All Depot only played nine minutes, so yeah, that that makes sense. So. Because he yeah. didn't play the whole season. Yeah. So and then game two, oh, a little bit closer. It's a one hundred nine to one hundred game. Uh, Duncan Robinson really showed up for the Heat in this game. 24 points. Uh, Drogic had 20. Butler, 18. Um, I thought that was almost a fight. Yeah. And then Oladipo in this game actually played full minutes in the second game. 37 minutes, had 22 points. TJ Warren held the 14 by Jimmy Butler. So I would say that this little mini rivalry we had here with TJ Warren and Jimmy it's Butler not is really, it's not very not easily yeah. been won by Jimmy Butler. <laughs> This little mini beef we had was very quickly silenced by Jimmy Butler as soon as the restart happened. Yeah, I feel and bad then, for him. Yeah. All right, and then now I do feel bad for TJ Warren a bit there. Mm-hmm. He's good, though. Yep. So moving on to Boston and Philly. Of course, uh, the Bucks and Orlando's tied 1-1. Miami and Indiana, Miami's up 2-0. Now in Boston – this one's been disappointing. We have game one. Boston's up 3-0. Yeah. Obviously. I mean, Boston, I, I predicted a sweep, so I'm still pretty spot on here. Um, I, I think we did. In game that. one, Boston, 109 to 101 win. Uh, Embiid put up 26 points and 16 rebounds, trying to will this team to a win. Richardson dropped 18. Burks dropped 18. So they were trying. But Jason Tatum had 32, and Jalen Brown almost had 30. Jalen Brown had 29, and Tatum also had 13 rebounds. So they're just – if Tatum and Brown are both going for essentially yeah, 30, you're, you're not going to beat that team. And that's even with Kimball Walker also getting his 20 points in. Like, that was that starting five just dominated them. And then we go to game two. Botson just destroyed 128 to 101. Yeah. Won this game by 27 points. Um, Philly had 
Once again, Joel Embiid, 34 points and 10 rebounds. He's trying. Tobias Harris dropped a double-double, 13 and 11. They're just – they're trying. Josh, Josh Richardson, 18, they just – they're not getting it. Tatum had 33, Brown 20, Kimba 22. So – and this uh, team's also, deep, too. Easily had to be the closest game of the three of them. Um, 102 to 94. So it was only an eight point game. But, and once again, uh, we'll, we'll go back here. Um, Jalen Brown, 21. Uh, Kimba, 24 in this game. So Kimba really came out in this game. But, and once again, Joel beat 30 points and 13 rebounds. Like he tried. <laughs> Tobias Harris, 15 and 15. Like they gave it their all, but. It's just really without Ben Simmons, there's do, nothing they can really do. They're they're fighting, but no. All right, another series where it's up three zero is Toronto and Brooklyn. Brooklyn, who's only really in the playoffs. Like if Brooklyn had the bubble team, the team that was in the bubble all year, they would not be in the playoffs. Oh no! But the team that's only really in the playoffs because the regular season, yeah, the non-bubble season. So in the first game, Toronto won pretty easily, one thirty-four to one ten. Uh, for the Nets, Joe Harris put up 19. Jared Allen put up 15. Garrett Temple put up 15. So or Garrett Temple put up 12. Harrison Burr put up 15. And off the bench, I don't even, I don't know how to pronounce this guy's name, so you're going to have to forgive me. Timothy Luwawu Kabaro. <laughs> who's averaging 8 points on the season, went off for 26. Is he a rookie? Maybe. Uh, and then, but the Raptors were carried by Van Vliet's 30, Siakam's 18 points and 11 rebounds. Van Vliet also had 11 assists, and Sergi Baca came off the bench with 22. So, wow. Yeah, no, this Good. Raptors team has been insane. This, Van Vliet had a great For a team that lost its star, mm-hmm. and then went on to do this. Um, then we have the Raptors just getting by with a five-point win, 104 to 99 here. Um, Garrett Temple, 21 points. Tried to, you know, tried to win, but at the end of the day. Van Vliet, 24 and 10. Uh, Kyle Lowry, 21 points and nine rebounds. Siakam at 19. Norman Powell, 24 off the bench. This this team's deep, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, with their starting five, it's really good. I mean, Siakam, Ananobi, Marcus Saul, Lowry, Van Vliet, that's a good starting five. Plus, you have Hollis Jefferson, Ibaka, Powell, Boucher, all coming off the bench. Davis. I mean, Boucher and Davis didn't play, but they could have and made a, you know, decent mm-hmm. impact. Yeah, impact. So, yep. And then game three, um, the – Raptors, yeah, the Raptors won 117 to 92. Um, we have Siakam, this, you know, finally having his big game, 26 points. Van Vliet had 22. Ibaka 20 off the bench again. Ibaka also had 13 rebounds. So, and then the Nets, like once, like uh, they had this time, it was Tyler. Is it is Tyler Johnson? Yeah. Yeah, Tyler Johnson. Put up 23. That's the guy that WNBA player said that she should be more money than he does. Oh, yeah. Remember that? Yeah, I remember that. And then uh, that's kind of all they had, really, was Tyler. Tyler Johnson's really all you're having in a playoff game. You're not. I'm sorry
Now we move on to the West, where we have the Lakers-Portland, which is tied 1-1. Tonight will be the third game, and we are doing that game for our pick Portland won 193 in the first game. I mean, for some reason, we had no answer for Lillard. Uh, 34 points for Lillard. Uh, Nurkic had 16 points and 15 uh, rebounds, so he did pretty good. McCollum, 21. And, it, it looked, like, our stats look okay. Like, I mean, we had Davis, 28, LeBron, 23. LeBron had a triple-double with 23 points, 16 assists, and 17 rebounds. Yeah. Um, so LeBron had a crazy game, but it just wasn't enough to win. And, really, it was closer than seven points. Like, no. Well, actually, no. Like, in the fourth quarter, the whole time, like, the whole time, Portland okay, was only yeah. up by, like, three, watch. four points. Yeah. And, at the, like the last minute of the fourth quarter, the Lakers kind of gave up and Portland won by seven. Yeah, Danny Green, Danny Green or Kuzma, neither one of them. They just kept jacking up open threes and missing. Yes, Kuzma and Green just kept jacking up wide open threes and missed all of them. But then the Lakers, the next game, won a hundred eleven to eighty eight. Yeah, they held Portland to less than ninety in a playoff game. Well, you, oh. That did not look good. Eric Bledsoe just fell Ooh. right on his arm too. Wow, he went he went up there for that. And he just, yeah, he got tackled midair. Well, he kind of did. Vucevic just kind of like whacked him, and he fell right on that right arm. Oh, his left his left wrist, yeah. Ooh. Okay, he, he, he got up and he's going, so he's fine. But still, I looked good. Anyway, in this game, their top score was Damian Lillard with less than 20 points. He had 18 points. So, and then uh, LeBron had 31 points and 11, or Anthony Davis had 31 and 11. LeBron had only 10 points. So Anthony Davis just came out and showed up this game. So, third games tonight, series tied 1 1. We'll go to Houston and OKC. Where Houston leads 2 0. Uh, they won 123 to 108 in the first game. I mean, Gallinari put up 29 in that game. Uh, Chris Paul, 20 points and 10 rebounds. Almost triple double. He had nine assists. So that was kind of OKC's production. But what they, they couldn't stop James Harden. 37 points and 11 rebounds for Harden. It seems insane. It's They're just playing like this without Westbrook, by the way, and mm-hmm. without a center. Mm-hmm. Do you think Steven Adams would be having a heyday right now? Yeah. I mean, let's see how many rebounds did he get in the first game. And, uh, Adams had 12 rebounds in the first game. So, not as much as I would expect, but still pretty good. I mean, they got. They out rebounded them by 10 rebounds. Okay, see how rebounded them by 10 Chris rebounds. Chris Paul had 10. Yeah, Chris Paul had 10 rebounds on this <laughs> team. So, and Chris Paul isn't exactly a, a tall player. No, he's not. <laughs> Uh, and in the second game, they won, a, is this? yeah, 111 to 98. 111 to 98, yeah. Um, Shea Gokas Alexander went off for 31 in this one. Adams had 11 rebounds, so. Uh, let's see, Chris Paul only had six in the game, though. And then uh, rebounds, he had 14 points. Um, and then this time it was just a, it was a team effort, honestly. I mean. Harden had 21, House had 19, Gordon 15, PJ Tucker 14. Off the bench, uh, whatever green that is. Jeff. Jeff or Jermaine? It's Jeff. Jeff Green, okay. Had 
15. So yeah, they had basically everybody who played except for Ben McElmore had double digit points. And McElroy had six. So like that was just a good team effort right there for the Rockets. Yeah, who even they out assisted the Thunder by six. But Thunder also out rebounded him again, so uh, we'll see how that goes. And now Westbrook's not even playing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Denver and Utah. So let me open the games here. Utah leads three, or not three, two to one. Sorry, yeah, two to one in the first three games. Uh, Denver won the first game in a high-scoring overtime affair. I swear. 135 to 125. That was the last playoff game I watched, uh-huh. by the way. Because they lost and he just was like, you know what? Nope. I've been to see because yeah. Mitchell here is the real story. 57 and 9. Uh, 9 rebounds, 7 assists. So he dropped 57. Uh, Ingles had 19. Clarkson had 18 off the bench. And then just the Nuggets had 36 from Murray and 29 from Jokic. Jokic also getting 10 rebounds. Honestly, the Jazz had no Really? Yeah, I mean, Morgan. Yeah, I don't know why Morgan Morgan's was, a rookie. Was starting. I don't know why he was starting and Clarkson was coming out of okay, the bench. Clarkson, we need him to come off the bench, bro. Yeah, but without Because Mike Conley there was I'd rather have Don Mitchell be our shooting guard and move Moutier up and be our point guard. But. Yeah. And then let's game two here. The Jazz decided blow to out. blow about 124 to 105. See, I didn't watch this game. Uh huh. So that's why they did that. Yep. Uh, the Mitchell had 30 in this game. Uh, you also had 26 off the bench for Clarkson, 19 from Gobert, 18 from Ingles. Uh, Michael Porter Jr. and Jokic both had 28 points. Jokic with 11 rebounds. So, yep. And then. So, I mean, yeah, they, the Nuggets gave a good effort, too, with, I mean, MPJ and Jokic going up for 28. This game, I like. This game, ridiculous. Utah wins 124-87. We just talked about how crazy it is to not score 90 for a playoff game. And then we've had two so far that it's happened, too. Um, the Nuggets just, nobody could get going. Like, the top score was Jokic with 15. Like, just nobody could get going in this game. And then Utah had three 20-point scores with Gobert, 24, Conley, 27, and Mitchell, 20. Gobert also rebounds. This is Conley's first game back. So he might miss, like, the last bubble game, the last seeding game. He missed the, yeah, because he missed the last seeding game. His kid was born, so he missed the last seeding game. And then the first first two two playoff games, yep. And then our last um, playoff series to talk about here is um, the Clippers and the Mavericks. Uh, the first game, the Clippers won 118 to 110, so it was pretty close. Pretty good one. I mean, yeah. I watched it. Yeah. If is getting his run out, they could have won. Yep, because this was the game with the fight. Where uh, Porzingis got thrown out. It wasn't even a fight. Porzingis got thrown out when it should have been the other guy. Uh, what, I think it was Morris, whichever Morris brother they have. Yeah. 
I forget because now one of the Morris brothers that? plays for the Clippers and one plays for the Lakers. What the one that went to They both went to KU. Yeah. So like, I don't know which one plays where. <laughs> Whichever Morris brother they have should have been right now. But nonetheless, Luca had a, almost a forty-point triple double, forty-two points, uh, seven rebounds and nine assists. So he almost like he was three rebounds and an assist away from a forty-point triple double. So. And then the Clippers just had Kawhi get 29. Uh, they have Marcus Morris. Um, Marcus Morris senior. So that's how I know the difference because the senior at the end. Paul George had 27. So 20 points from Morris. Or 19, but, you know, basically. And then the second game was the one the Mavericks won. Uh, 127 to 114. Uh, Porzingis 23. Luka 28. Um, but then it was just that 35 points from Kawhi and 23 from Lou Will off the bench just wasn't enough to get him past that the Mavericks team. Cat Bev hasn't been doing much besides being a house plant, mm-hmm. and then when they started shirking him on minutes, mm-hmm. uh, the Mavericks played better. Not mm-hmm. Mavericks, Clippers, yeah. And in the third game, the Clippers won 130 to 122. This game was not that close, though. It wasn't as close as that. No, the no. Dallas kind of made a run in the fourth quarter. Uh, the The whole game, Dallas was, was down boring. by a bit. Yeah. Yes. Dallas just kind of made a run and outscored the Clippers by nine in the fourth quarter to make it that good of a game. So, yeah. Um, it wasn't, it wasn't yeah. Leonard had 36. Um, Shamit had 18. So, Paul George oh, hasn't been playing the greatest, but he's been doing pretty – because, like, I don't like he doesn't have one stat that jumps out, but in this game he had 11 points, nine rebounds, seven assists, a couple steals. So like he was doing his part. He's blaming it that he has a shoulder injury. Injury? Oh my god! Yeah, whatever. Um, and then this game, Luca didn't really do much, but Porzingis. I mean, Luca still had a triple double: 13, 10, and 10. Porzingis, 34 points. 13 rebounds, and then also 22 from Hardaway Jr. and off the bench, 22 from the other Curry brother, Seth he's, Curry. He's actually been insane. Yeah, I mean, he didn't miss a three that game. He's so. been my favorite player this series. So far, yeah. And that was the one we said, like, going in was going to be the most interesting series. Oh, yeah. It's, I mean, two to one. It's close. Uh, that last game was kind of a blowout, but. All right, now, yeah. for this week, instead of doing a list, Awards. I think what we'll do is we'll go over the individual awards first. Knowing Coach of the Year, MIP, Sixth Man, Rookie of the Year, Defensive Player of the Year, and Fifth Man. And then we'll go over our all rookie, our all rookie, all defensive, and then we'll top it off with our all NBA teams. Uh, so I want to start with my Coach of the Year here um, is Billy Donovan. Yeah, I, I, I got to say that. We didn't expect the Thunder to make the playoffs in how, like, with how competitive the West was. Nobody expected the Thunder to make the playoffs this year, let alone come in and be what were they the four or five seed? Mm-hmm. Like, let alone come in and be like, I mean, four or five doesn't really matter which one you are because you're playing yeah, series is going to be the same. Yeah, four or five barely matters which one you are. It just in a regular season it would be. Just you get home field. Or home yeah. Field, but that's not much of a difference. No, These teams are pretty even. So, um, but yeah, they had. So Billy Donovan was my coach of the year, my most improved player. Now, we, last week we yeah, talked about. Last week we talked about 
how they released the finalists for most improved player. They snubbed Devontae Graham oh, with that. Oh, He's a thousand percent. And this isn't even a homer pick, because originally I put in here for my most improved I put Brandon Ingram down, but then I was looking at the stats. Yeah. And De- Devontae did way better. I mean, he yeah. He four points a game. He went up. His improvements, right? He went up 13 points a game, two rebounds. 13.5 points, two rebounds, 4.9 assists, half a steal, 22 blocks. His field goal percentage went up 4%, 3.9%. Free throw 6%. His true shooting percentage went up 8%. PER went up 5.5. Wind shares per 48 minutes went up 3%. Box plus minus went up 4.5 and 4 went up 1.7. So, like, all of this, uh, uh then. <laughs> And then he, he was eighth in the league in assists per game. Um, so overall, yeah, exactly. So overall, he had pretty good, looked pretty good. So that's kind of so Devontae Graham is my opinion. Yeah, so the haters do it. Yeah. So okay. We, we talked about this when the list yeah. came out. We said, why is he not on? Yeah. The list? Why is Devontae Graham? Why is Luca on the list? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, and then. Uh, my sixth man is Dennis Schroeder. I don't know who you have for your sixth. Who do you have for your sixth? I have Jordan Clarkson. You have Jordan Clarkson? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, okay, so you you went homer with uh, Jordan Clarkson. I, uh, I feel like his impact is a lot more well yeah. known. Wait, would he qualify for sixth man? Yeah. Because he started in Cleveland, didn't he? Or maybe he did. No. Maybe he was, he, maybe he was traded early. He was a trader. Okay. Uh, where it didn't matter. Okay. Yeah, I mean, so, the Clippers have two six yeah. men in the year, so... I guess, yeah, whatever. Uh, I will go, I'll, I'll go through Schroeder's stats real quick. Uh, 18.9 points per game, 3.6 rebounds, 4 assists, 0.7 steals, 0.2 blocks. He shot 469 from the field, 385 from three, 839 from free throws. True shooting percentage of 575, PER of 16.7, win shares for 48 minutes, 0.087. Which is really good for someone coming off the bench to have that many win shares for 48 minutes. So. Honestly, put him on a different team. I mean, on 25 plus. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you yeah. put him on. Uh, uh, let's say the Suns. The Suns. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Look, look well, there. I don't yeah, know if you want to. But, I mean, he's a starter on a lot of other NBA yeah. teams. Like, I mean, look at both. He'd start on both of the best teams in the league, like the oh, Lakers, yeah. Lakers and the Bucks. The best teams on either side, he would start with both of them. So, yeah, from Vorpa for one. If you don't know Vorpa, it's basically, uh, like, with, like, I can't remember what it was, value over replacement player. So it's, it's essentially baseball's wins above replacement. How much, how better are you than the guy that backs you up? So that's my answer if you want to go over. Uh, Clarkson's stats. Uh, Clarkson's stats for the season. He had 15 points per game, which is his uh, second best career high in his career of 16. Um, he had. They did update it. It looks really weird. You were right about that. He was averaging about two assists per game. But the stats, I don't really care about the stats. I'm talking about what I see. When I watch him play, the bench unit comes in. He honestly is a 30, 25 points per game scorer, mm-hmm. but when he comes off the bench, you can't really produce that. But when mm-hmm. I, I feel happy when I see him come in. Is that 
Yeah, I mean, I mean let's, just, let's just look at his yeah. per 36 numbers. I mean, he's per 36 this year total. He was like a yeah. 23 points per game scorer. Mm-hmm. So shooting really well this year too. He's I mean, had he's some very high assist games too. He shot 45%, 37%. 84%. His offensive production makes up for how defensive the Jazz are. I mean, so, I was just talking about the win shares per 48 minutes. This is higher than Schroeder's getting .096. So for somebody coming off the bench most of the season, yeah, I mean, just to say what it be. He played, let's see, games. So he played 42 games this year because he was injured for, yeah. oh, he played 71 games here, 42 of the Jazz. Mm-hmm. 71 games this year and started two of them. So, yeah, he definitely qualifies. Okay, yeah, I didn't know. I didn't realize he only started two games. I thought he was starting in Cleveland. Uh, no. uh, yeah. All right, so there's that. Uh, rookie of the year. I mean, it's yeah, a good choice. John Moran. All right, so I have some stats. And these rankings I'm about to tell you are among just rookies. So, um, he led rookies in points per game, 17.8. He was 10th in rebound, 3.9. Uh, led in assists, 7.3. Fourth in steals, 0.9. This is all per game, of course. 14th in blocks, 0.3. Sixth in field goal percentage, 0.477. As a guard, among rookies, sixth in free throw or field goal percentage. Uh, three point percentage, 14th, 0.335. But, I mean, of course, he's the rookie who had, like, the most workload, so I'm, like, sure he took more oh, three-point yeah. shots than a lot uh, of other rookies. Actually, yeah. shot, yeah. Uh, free throw percentage, 0.776, 10th among rookies. True shooting, 0.556, 8th among rookies. Uh, PER was 4th, 17.4. Win shares for 48 was 0.876. Uh, box plus minus was 0.26, and his fourth was 1.1 second. And also... All of these rankings are among players who would qualify for, like, if they led the league in points. Because there's a certain amount of games you have to play to set the leading league in scoring, right, in points yeah. per game. So it's all that among qualifying. So, of course, Zion isn't in there. I'm not counting Zion because he didn't play those games. Just like I'm not counting Steph Curry stats for everybody else. Yeah. You know what I mean? For everybody else's ranking. So, and then we'll go to our defensive player of the year here. Uh, who's yours? Okay. So this is. Is this most difficult for me to? I really. Well, we both have a leg in the race. We both yeah. have a play on our team. Is up there. I really think Rudy Gobert could be the three-time defensive player of the year. Uh huh. Back to back to back to back. Uh-huh. But realistically, looking at it, Giannis. Yeah, same. So much better. Dude, I didn't realize how good a defensive player. Yeah. Okay, so right here, I have all just stats that matter towards defense, right? Mm-hmm. Giannis, he had a steal in the block a game. He led the league in defensive box plus minus, 1.4. Defensive rebounds per game, 11.4. Defensive win shares with 5. Defensive rating, 97.1. Which, with defensive rating, you want it to be low. Oh, yeah. it's, like, it's like the only one to be low with this. So you don't want to have high defensive rating. And then he was second in defensive rebound percentage. And he had a, with 34.8 defensive rebound. Percentage, which is second, I believe, only behind Anthony Davis. Or, or no, it was Drummond. 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 I think Davis was like third or fourth, though. Davis was up there in percentage wise. But yeah, Drummond led it. It's just ridiculous. So, yeah, Giannis, I, like, I had Anthony Davis slotted in there, and then I started looking at the stats, yeah, and I was like, I, was I can't put, even do this. I was going to put Rudy, and then I saw the Giannis stats. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I can't. This is even, it wasn't even something that's like, it's pretty close where I can make an argument for that. I can't make an argument. 
environment for Davis versus that. Okay, and then also my MVP is Giannis. Yeah, same. Um, fifth in the league in scoring, 29.5. Second in rebounds, 13.6. Uh, he had 5.6 assists per game as a forward, so that's pretty good. The, like I said, a steal and a block. The only competition we had, in my opinion, was Luka. I mean, I, 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 I would say Luka and LeBron were both kind of I would put that. I might be Homer in here again, but like Luca and LeBron, yeah. I would say. I, but Luca, I didn't put there solely. He's twenty-one. Mm-hmm. He wasn't even twenty-one the whole season. Yep. Twenty. And also, he wasn't very consistent. Yeah. Those numbers are very concerning. Yeah. I mean, he's a young guy, so it's kind of expected. So, also, he was twelve in field goal percentage, point five by three. He led the league in per thirty-one point nine. Win shares per 48.279. Box plus minus 11.5. And second and fourth with 6.6. So basically every um, stat that, like every advanced stat I looked at, except for true shooting percentage, he led, like, led or was second. So, like, that's crazy. Also, while we're talking about him, he's doing an interview right now. He's in the game. And, uh, I kept thinking about how Chris Milton looks like a goat. <laughs> <laughs> And he's standing next to the goat. So. He is. You can't tell me he doesn't look like a goat. He kind of does. Him and Rondo. With Rondo looks like a turtle. <laughs> right. Now, um, so that's our picks for the solo awards. Uh-huh. Uh, let's go to the teams. I think we'll start with rookie teams. I would say. You Probably start, with start with rookie teams. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my all rookie first team consists of John Moran, my rookie deer, of course. Terrence Davis, yeah. Brandon Clark, yeah. Michael Porter Jr., and Jackson Hayes. Yeah. Because we are including the bubble because we think it should count just as much as the regular season because it is it is, the, it is basketball. Mm-hmm. So it should count what you did in the bubble. So Michael Porter Jr. probably would have been second team after the, when the season was suspended. Yeah, but, but he moved but up with his bubble play. Bible, he's 100%, he's 100% first team. First team. Which I agree. Uh, Jackson Hayes is also one of my favorite centers that came out of uh-huh. Well, I'll actually, I'll drop some numbers here. Uh, first with, we already talked about Ja, of course. Mm-hmm. Terrence Davis, and these are all among rookies, 7.5 points with 17, 3.3 rebounds with 16th, 1.6 assists with 13th, 0.5 steals was 18th. Uh, he was 8th in field goal. So he was really efficient for rookies. This is where he got in there. So his per games weren't that great. But his efficiency was ridiculous. He was 8th in field goal percentage, 4th in 3-point percentage, Third in free throw percentage, fourth in true shooting. He was sixth in PER, fourth in win shares for 48, third in box plus minus, and fourth in the fourth. Mm-hmm. So he was basically – he was top ten in, like, all of the efficiency things. So he was super efficient this year. Um, and then Brandon Clark, just a few things here. Um, he was tenth in uh, points per game. He led rookies in rebounds per game with 5.9. Um, he was third in blocks per game. Second in field goal percentage, sixth in three-point percentage, also like another very efficient player. He second in true shooting, and then other than true shooting, where he was second, he led rookies in all the advanced stats. He was twenty-point nine per, point one eight two win shares for forty-eight, which was even better than John Moran, who was on his team. Three a box plus minus of three and a warp of one point seven. So Brandon Clark. I think I think people are sleeping on him because he's on the same team as the guy who should be overall rookie yeah. of the year. Right. And his regular stats don't look too great besides leading rookies and rebounds. Like a but lot of it, you have to watch the games. Too. It's a lot of his eye tests, too. Yeah. Yep. 
And then MPJ has a few stats he led in. He led rookies in three-point percentage with 42. He almost 50-49 as a rookie. He is yeah. 50, he's .509, which was fourth among rookies in field goal percentage. .422, which led rookies in three-point. .833, which was fifth among rookies in free throw. So, also, he was fourth in rookies for rebounding, 4.7. Third for true shooting, 6.17. Second in PER, only behind Brandon Clark. Um, also, second in box plus minus, only behind Brandon Clark. And then he was third in Winchester for 48 and Vorp. And then Jackson Hayes led rookies in blocks per game and field goal percentage, true shooting percentage. Second, also, only behind Brandon Clark in Win shares for 48, so Jackson Hayes played really well, too. Um, anything else to add? Um, I mean, I think we had the exact same all rookie first team, so. Yeah, no, yeah, 100%. I don't even think there's any other person you could put on that first team besides maybe Nikki Thibault. I think maybe Thibault could beat out Davis. Like, he but, was, they were my two, two and three. Because the way I did this, by the way, all my teams are two backcourt and three frontcourt. Mm-hmm. So, like, it doesn't matter really what – position you play because basketball is so positionless now anyways anyway you know what I mean so yeah. but uh Jackson A 100% mm-hmm. my favorite center and I think he will potentially be the best center coming out of this class Maybe honestly right now he might be the best player on this class on his team too I think he uh, might end yeah. up being better than Zion just I, because I think he will have a longer career and I think he'll be more well, it depends on if Zion gets his stuff together and, like, you know, gets in shape. Yeah. yeah. So, exactly. So, yeah. Yep. All right. And then my second team, my uh, backcourt. Yeah, backcourt is uh, Matisse Thibel and Tyler Hero. Yep. And then my frontcourt, PJ Washington, Cam Johnson, Eric Pascal. Okay, I have Kobe White. Instead of Cam Johnson. You have Kobe White as a okay, I mean I guess it's whatever. I don't I, really I like Kobe White. I don't think it really matters position lines, yeah. but so yeah. Kobe White you have Kobe White in there. He was my fifth. I think actually I could probably find it all rookie backcourt. So that's all on being backcourt. I really like Kobe White and I like what he added to the Bulls. Oh actually he didn't he didn't make it very close for me. I thought he was closer, but I mean yeah. And yeah, and then um so, yeah, uh, Matisse Thibel was best defensive rookie in my eyes by far. And you'll find oh. out that when we do our defensive oh, I'll spoil it right now. He's on my defensive team. Really? He's on one of my defensive teams. Wow. Yeah, I, I don't think he's first team, but he's on I was about team. to say, I give him two to three years, and he might win defensive player of the year. Yeah, he led rookies in steals per game. Um, also was... I don't have his rookie defensive stats, among rookie defensive stats, but he does have good defensive stats. Uh, Tyler Hero was uh, second in free throw percentage among rookies. Uh, of course, probably the best three-point shooter in this rookie class. I mean, he has the third highest percentage, but honestly, just based on that's probably because of volume. But just I'm, in my opinion, overall, the best three-point shooter in this rookie class. Uh, P.J. Washington second in rebounds per game. Um Second in blocks per game among rookies. And then top 10 in a ton of stats as well. Um, and then Cam Johnson also had pretty good season. Second in three-point percentage. And then finally, Eric Pascal was fourth in points per game, fifth in rebounds per game, uh, fifth in field goal percentage. 
overall pretty good player here. Oh. So. Nick Nurse won Coach of the Year. Yeah. He was my second guy for Coach of the Year. Oh, yeah. So, honestly. Actually, I think he deserved that, though. So yeah, I, I, think, I, th- I think he deserved it as well. I think him yeah. or Billy Donovan, because they both weren't expected to do nearly as well as they yeah, did. Exactly. So. I think the fact that they were the first seed. Wow. Wow. That is a blowout. It's by the voting results, yeah. Wow. Okay. Wasn't Frank Vogel in the finals? That's kind of. Setting. I thought Frank Vogel did really well in his Lakers too. All right. You can't do any worse than uh, throw that one. Uh, Luke Walton, who went to Sacramento and just destroyed the team. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Now, all defensive teams. And oh, I did. I did put him on my offensive first team. Matisse Stiebel is on my offensive first team. And I I will go over the stats. And I mean, tell you why. I mean, he made it. And then. LeBron, Anthony Davis, Giannis, and Andre Drummond were my first team. Uh, Rudy was up there. So was Whiteside. It was hard to put Rudy and Whiteside on second team. But, wow, I can't believe you did that. But Matisse Thibel, here, I'll make, I'll make a case for him. In the league, this isn't just among rookies. This is in the league. Tied 17th in steals per game. Fourth in defensive box plus minus, right? That's better than, uh, let's see. Why Leonard? I don't have his defensive box plus minus number for some reason. But anyways, fourth, like let's just put that in perspective. Anthony Davis was third. Giannis was first. So I mean Chris Dunn was third. Yeah, no, Davis was second and Chris Dunn was third. Sorry. I don't know. I don't know where my numbers are, but anyways, I got my sheets all mixed up. But anyways, yeah. Also, he was second in steal percentage in the league. So, I think he did really well for himself. LeBron did pretty good for – I mean, of course, LeBron – this was like – I don't. I didn't realize he played this good defense, but he really did. And among guards this year, ridiculous defense. Um, my, In my opinion, the best defensive player of the year where he locked down Paul George and Kawhi Leonard on the same play yeah. to win a game. Especially in overtime. Yes, like that was ridiculous for them, and especially with how many minutes he'd already played at that point. Uh, Anthony Davis, of course, we are, we both said like he was definitely up there for defensive player of the year. He was second in defensive win shares, only behind Giannis. Um, third in blocks per game, and then his defensive box plus minus. Um, oh, I think that's what happened here. I actually typed that. I don't know. Well, uh, all right, let me look it up. Because my defensive box plus minus numbers are all over the place it's for some okay. reason. Yeah. Oh, you can talk about your team a bit. All right. So my first team's Rudy, Giannis, Anthony Davis, and you have Marcus Smart and then Jimmy Butler. Okay. Uh, Marcus Smart, I think potentially, if the other defensive players were as insane this year as anyone else, he probably could have been the guard to win defensive player of the year, in my opinion. Yeah. So, yeah. First team. And then I think I'm going to my second. So they have to make up for the defense. Uh-huh. So it plays like a dog. So, yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, what well, doesn't make sense is that Matisse Thibel had a 3.1 defensive box plus minus, but on the leaderboard, which should be second, but on this leaderboard, it says, it says he's not even on there. So I don't know. That's why reference has me all over the place. I don't know what's going on. All right, anyways. Yeah, I had Giannis and Drummond. Drummond, of course, the best rebounder in the league, second in defensive rebounds per game. So, And then my second team was Chris Dunn. Um, Luka Doncic, actually, surprisingly. Well, because, I mean, I mean, he was top 10 in defensive rebounding. He was had a really good defensive ratings. He was up there for the rebound percentage, uh, good steal percentage and block percentage, good defensive win shares. So, I mean, if, okay, I he it. had the same – or he only had, like, one defensive win share less than – um, Kawhi Leonard. So that's pretty good company to be in. Yeah. And then on Watson and Rudy Gobert round out the rest of my second team. So okay. yeah. and the all NBA fans for this one, so this one's kind of the big the big one. Let's start with the third team. Okay. okay. My third team. Uh, a lot of time. I mean, if you want to see the stats, you can go over it because uh, we're coming down that hour mark, and that's why we try to like to land. So. Um, my third team um, back court is Ben Simmons and Trey Young, and then my front court is Joel Embiid, Jason Tatum, and Andre Drummond. All right. Yeah. So I got Rudy, Spicy Pete, mm-hmm. Demitch. This hurts because I felt like uh-huh. it should have been. Uh-huh. Yeah. Trey Young and then Chris Middleton. Okay. So I knew it more loose on the that I did. I just went by because historically, typically, it's like two guards and three big men. You know what I mean? Like, Luca shouldn't have the privilege of also being regarded as a power forward. Yeah. Forward position and guard position. Yeah. Where, like, okay, LeBron took the forward position, so I guess I can also put Luca as the shooting guard. Yeah. See, so that's why I just kind of did it there. Yeah, exactly. See, that's why I kind of did it more backcourt and frontcourt. So, and then my, so, so you went over your third team. All right, my second team, LeBron, Damian Lillard, Nikola Jokic, Jimmy Butler, and Rudy Gobert. So I put Gobert a bit higher than you did, which actually kind of surprised me. Your second team. Okay, my second team. Jokic, Jimmy, Luka, Dame Time, and Chris Paul. Okay, so we had a pretty pretty similar. We had three of the same guys in the second team. I realistically almost put Chris Paul first team. Did you? Um, I Chris Paul just barely missed my team. Barely missed. I think uh, actually I could probably look at it. All NBA. I feel like he he deserves to be ranked on this. Oh yeah. See, was my like if there was a fourth team, he'd be there. That's also why I was like barely beat out. Yeah. Ben Simmons barely beat out Chris Paul for my second spot on the third team. Okay, and then the first team, James Harden, Luca, of course, the MVP Giannis, Kawhi Leonard, and Anthony Davis. Uh, Anthony Davis, Giannis, Kawhi, LeBron, and Harden. 
Okay, so the only difference here is that I put LeBron second team, you put him first team. So we switched. If we switch, if I switch Luca and LeBron, we have the same yeah, first team and four of the same second team. So we were pretty similar on here. Yeah. Uh, our defensive teams were crazy different, but other than that, we were pretty similar on here. Uh, also, I think they're going to put LeBron on the first team. Mm-hmm. If you're in MVP voting, there's no way you're not going to be on the first See, team. See, yeah. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, it's true. But yeah, and he probably might. Luca on the MVP. List, so yeah, but of course, like, we aren't really going off the list, because we both had somebody who wasn't on that list for our yeah. team, so, like, we aren't really sticking yeah. to that list, per se. Um, now, we will move on to a little bit of baseball here, just a sta- uh, standings recap. Oh, well, first of all, Mets players got COVID, so they had to postpone some more Yankees games, so that's fun. Um, MLB doesn't know what they're doing, everybody's getting coronavirus, woo! All right. In the American League, the East, Yankees and Rays are tied for first. And then it's the Blue Jays, who are only two and a half games back, and then Baltimore and Boston. In the Central, the Twins are up half a game over the Indians and one game over the White Sox. And then it's the Royals and the Tigers. The Royals aren't in last right now, so good for them. That doesn't happen a lot. Yeah, I was like, that's good. Yeah. Uh, Oakland is in first in the West. Then it's Houston. Texas, Seattle, and the Angels. In the National League in the East, we have Atlanta, who are only a game and a half ahead of Miami. And then it's the Mets, Phillies, Nationals. Um, then in the Central, the Cubs, Cardinals, Reds, Brewers, Pirates. And in the West, we have the Dodgers, Padres, Rockies, Diamondbacks, Giants. So, little standings update for the MLB. I'm really, most surprising team for me right now has been Miami. I did not expect them to be that close on the East title, only a game and a half behind the Braves. So, And then we will do uh, next week. I know we advertise it for this week, but with the with the NBA awards, we just decided Plus on – the list is already so long. Yeah. Because it was so, a long podcast, and we're not even like – Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We're at 55 minutes roughly right now, and we still have this and the pick them and then the, the with spotlights. Spot so, um, next week we will do the top 10 kickers right now, though. Um, and then for our pick last week we picked Hurricanes Bruins um, on the 13th, the four- Thunder Clippers on the 14th, and then Miocic versus Cormier 3. We were wrong on everything except for I picked Miocic, right? Beat me on the- so, in <laughs> standings right now, I have four total points, and Xander has two. Now, on our picks this week, we have... First game here is tonight's number one Lakers at number eight Trailblazers. The series is tied 1 1. Who are you picking? Give me the Blazers. Go to the Blazers. Okay. Go to the Lakers, of course. I feel like Dave injured his finger and he's going to be seeking revenge. All right. So. Yep. And then we have number three Nuggets at number six Jazz. We're out of one. Utah leads 2 2. I'll go to the Nuggets. Really? They just got blown out by 40 points. Which I think will come back with the vengeance and. Yeah, and then we have the white 16-11 White Sox at 16-9 Cubs. I'm going to go to the Cubs. So there we go. We have our picks for this week. Now, sticking on the topic of baseball with that last pick there, my spotlight is Fernando Tatis Jr., who set the MLB world ablaze when, with the bases loaded in a 3-0 count he swung and he hit a grand slam. 
and everybody was mad about these unwritten rules of baseball being broken. You take on 3-0 to try to get the walk. But he saw a pitch he liked, and he hit it for a home run. Yeah. And I don't know what's wrong with that. He's – it's just – yeah, they were already leading. Sure, and whatever. He threw a knee. I yeah. I don't even play baseball. He threw the slowest pitch down the middle. Exactly. I mean, if you – here's the thing. It's just padding your stats at that point. Yeah. Just like if you're up by 15 with a minute left in the fourth for an NBA game, and you see an open three, take the three. I'm going to take the three. Like – why are these unwritten rules supposed to like? I don't know. Like just making baseball fun. Yeah, and this. And so he hits this. Like I get the. I don't know. I really. He's literally sent him the easiest baseball to ever hit. As a baseball player, you think he's not going to take it? Exactly. I think that he should be allowed to, you know, put on his own stats and, yeah, it adds a home run. And four RBI to his stats for the year. So, like, why yeah. not do it? All right, yeah. here's your spotlight. Okay, my spotlight is going to be when Mike Conley came back from his kid's birth, right? Huh? He was quarantined in his room for a day, right? Yeah. And Donovan Mitchell and the team walked by his window, and Mike Conley, they took a video of Mike Conley, and he had his hands out like this, and he's, like, asking for help, uh-huh. and they're screaming, Mike! <laughs> Or whatever. Like this man just dropped fifty seven on me, but now I gotta see him out of here. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like icy. Yeah. Yes. This man just dropped fifty seven. school so yeah yep um so there it is last week of this kind of summer edition of the pod and we'll see you later